Jody Johnson is the spokesperson for the campaign for better transport. Joins us on the line there. Hello there, Jody. Hello there. Good afternoon. Can we begin by asking you, given you're the spokesperson for the campaign of better transport, where do you see, on a scale of one to ten, this latest train service? Where would you put it? Well, if you're saying that ten is the best train and mm-hmm. one is the worst, mm-hmm. yeah. we'd probably say it's about a two or three. As low as that, and the wow. reasons for that? Um, the service is slow, so it's two and a half hours from Hamilton to Auckland. Yep. It only stops in Hamilton and Huntley, so a lot of people who live in towns like Tokofata, Pocono, Tuakau, who work in Auckland, they can't even take a train to work. Yeah. And the thing is, is that um, those two factors put together just make it a poor option for people wanting to take a train to get to Auckland. Jody, what is the main problem, do you believe, with not having a faster service? Is it that they would have to put in a whole new set of track, or is it just too expensive to even get a faster train? There's a number of issues that's stopping us from having a faster train. The first problem is that Tuhuia is going to stop at Papakura at the end of the suburban services in Auckland. So everyone's going to have to get off and then get onto an all-stop suburban train going from Papakura to the city. Ideally, we'd want our train to go non-stop mm. from Papakura into Auckland City. That would save about 20 minutes. The other thing is then you'd have to look at upgrading the track between Auckland and Hamilton in order to have faster trains. So the one possibility that was discussed was, oh, what about bullet trains or high-speed trains? Um, I believe it was last year or the year before the government actually looked at that proposal, and it was estimated that a high-speed or bullet train would cost 14 or $15 billion from Auckland Hamilton. So perhaps you could go for another alternative, which is maybe a tilt train, like what they have in Queensland, or something that goes a little bit faster than what we have currently. So you could get that trip time down to maybe just over an hour, hour and a half, competitive with a car, but not too costly. And what speed would that train go? Um, maximum speed, 160 kilometres an hour. So, like I said, there's mm. a tilt train in Queensland. Um, there are other trains in Victoria that run at that sort of speed as well. Um, indeed, in Japan, if they don't have a Shinkansen line, so a bullet train line, they often run at higher speeds, so at 160 kilometre an hour mark. So, given, Jody, given, you know, 14 to 15 billion for the, you know, the A-class bullet train model... Of course, that's just a, just an unfathomable amount of money. But where the country's heading, long-term thinking, uh, the, the issues we've got around housing, um, you know, and expanding cities, et cetera, et cetera, isn't that something we genuinely will have to look at in time? Because you said as long as it's sort of par- comparable with the speed of a car. But again, I don't know, it has to be infinitely better than that, doesn't it? Because otherwise, why wouldn't people just take their cars and stop the stuffing around? Certainly, it's certainly worth investigating further. Um, And saying that comparable with a car doesn't necessarily discourage people from using the train. I mean, taking an example in Auckland, Papakura to Auckland, the train takes 50 minutes, and the car in peak hour traffic is about comparable, and yet there are thousands who take the train every day on that line. So it's not just about service speed. There's other factors, mm. you know, ability to do things on the train. You know, you could have breakfast. Um, you could do some work while you're on the train service. You don't have to worry about parking in the Auckland CBD. And anyone that's been to the Auckland CBD lately knows that getting parking is a problem. Yeah. 
The reason I sort of compare it with the car, though, is if you take the average person, even if they're parking in the CBD or on the fringe of the CBD is a bit of a pain, you're kind of still getting in your own vehicle roughly where you want to go versus to a train station where the masses get off, and then you've got to somehow negotiate your way through other public bus, transport to get, to get you to the bus. Place, yeah. You know, just it's. I'm just thinking, it's all these ideas practically. Are people going to use the service? Where where do you see do you do this current Tahuya service? Do you have any fears for its future survivability? Yes, we do. Mm. Um, yeah. The thing is, is so most of your listeners may recall there was a train service from Hamilton to Auckland about twenty years ago, the Waikato Connection, and that only had about twenty passengers a day going from Hamilton to Auckland, and because of so few people used it this service got cancelled. And again, you've got this combination of factors. Service time is going to be too long for those in Hamilton and Huntley going to Auckland. You've got the fact that it's not stopping in places where people live that would go to Auckland by train. Mm. And so we're just concerned that ultimately it won't be the passengers. Some government will come along in a few years' time and say, well, this is not worth it. And they'll they'll cancel the service. And the problem is, this is the third time they've tried an Auckland to Hamilton service. So they tried one in 1968. They tried it again in 2000. And so our friends at um, the Public Transport Users Association who are lobbying for a train to Huapai in Auckland's west, they're facing a challenge because everyone's saying, well, there was a train service that was tried there 10 years ago. It failed. So why should we try again? And so if this service fails, we could be waiting a generation before we have another go at this. Jody, one of the issues that sort of seems to me is, I mean, I think about friends I've got that live overseas and a guy that lives at South End on Sea and, and commutes every day to London and it takes him about an hour and 10 minutes and it would take him about the same in a car, but he much prefers the train for the reasons you're talking about. He can sit, he can do work on the train, he can read, it's relaxing, he gets to work mm. unstressed, untired and, and, and feeling good about life, basically. Is one of the real problems, perhaps, that in New Zealand we are just not accustomed to using public transport, in particular trains, and unless somebody is bold enough to make a breakthrough and put a train on that is so good that people want to use it, we're never, ever going to break through that thing? Uh, It's a challenge to say that. I mean, the first thing is, is that people are moving towards public transport. I mean, in Auckland, we've seen a doubling in patronage over the last 15 years, train patronage is five times what it was in 15 years ago. Oh, and the average New Zealander, we've been across the Tasman to Australia. We've seen what they do in Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane. I mean, and I've been to all three of those cities, taken the trains there. I've had friends who've done the exact same thing. And I know a lot of people who live, you know, 100 kilometres away from Melbourne, Sydney or Brisbane who wouldn't bat an eyelid at hopping on a train in the morning mm. to get in. And once you provide a service that is reasonable, and by reasonable, I'm not talking about two and a half hours from Hamilton to Auckland, then people will see, hang on a second, this is perhaps worth it. You know, yeah. you'll get those few, they'll start talking to their friends, they'll say, oh, I'll take the train in the morning, it works yeah. great, I can do work, etc. Yeah. Everyone's happy. Yep. So last thing from me, Jody. given by your own definition, it gets about a 2 out of 10, this current Tahuya service, and what you were proposing, the 200 kilometre an hour job, is there any way of getting that done, or is that idea just pie in the sky now, and it's not going to happen until this thing either flies or falls over, probably the latter? 
it can still be done. Um, there just needs to be some political will in order to advance it. Right. And you just need to start somewhere. And yes, this is a two or three out of 10 service. But if they put stops in at some of those intermediate points, then it would up, bring it up a little bit and at least give enough patronage so that it keeps the idea alive and yeah. incrementally build on it. That's how they've done it. Our friends across the ditch have done it, is they've incrementally improved a lot of the services. I mean, you can look at regional Victoria. 20 years ago, the services there weren't exactly wonderful, yet they've made these small changes, they've improved it, and now people use that service to get from places such as Ballarat and Bendigo to Melbourne. Right, so you can upgrade what they've currently put in place there. It's not, it's not one or the other. They don't have to do away with those tracks altogether to do what you're talking about. Precisely. Right. right. Very good. Jody. hey, thank you so much for your time. Really good to talk with you. Thanks, Jody. Thank you and have a good day. You too. All the best. Jody Johnston.